0: We're getting a new job, we're moving out of state, we're becoming healthier, and even if we're getting into a relationship, if it's a new one or an old relationship, we always get critiqued on what we're doing. Welcome everybody to the Rally Cry Podcast. My name is Angel. My name is Tyler. And you guys are here because you want to revitalize your life redirect it and unlock your potential and you know it's awesome to be here our second episode doing things virtually tyler at texas and i over here in massachusetts and just want to let you guys know, of course, on the Rally Cry podcast, you can follow us on whatever podcast platform that you are on. You can also follow us on Instagram at the therallycry.podcast where we have our reels and we get straight to the point on stuff. And honestly, we're starting to get into posts and having quotes. So I think that's very fun. That's an experience. So, yeah, so today's topic, let's get right into it, right? And one of the things we're going to try to be aware of is that we have a lot of traumas a lot of childhood traumas. We come into this world not really knowing what's going on. And with mm-hmm. all these traumas, we can say it's trauma, but okay, what kind of trauma? Cause like trauma is like a care package, right? But it's not a care package, it's like Pandora's box. So there's a lot of things in Pandora's box that we know is wrong. So one of the things is like, we don't like being told what to do. And in a way that's like saying, we're being criticized on what we're
1: doing. And it's just like, where did it really all become? Like, where did it come from? Like. Well, if you really want to know, it all started in our childhood. Our childhood where we're kids, we believe in these dreams, believe in these fairy tales. But where are these fairy tales and dreams coming from? They're coming Hmm. from our parents. And that doesn't take away from, you know, treat a child as a child. However, if they're coddled for too long about being a child and continue to treat them like that and don't treat them like the human being that they're growing into... Of course, they're going to still believe that these dreams are possible, still believe that this world is theirs, and that everything is going to go exactly how they plan. And well, that's the exact opposite. So if we don't take the time to, or as a parent, if the parent doesn't take the time to guide them properly through each stage, there's a lot of people, students... Uh, teachers, ev- everybody in this world has some form of way of trauma where they wish the world stayed like this and they move about their lives in a certain way that carries them irresponsibly.
0: Yeah, that's... that's um. I love how you bring that up. And it's easier... You would think that understanding that it comes from when we were younger, all these traumas and all these impressions that we were given when we were younger, that's exactly where it comes from but the thing is is that it's interesting enough to say that a lot of people don't try to look at their past only when they don't want it to like mm-hmm. we don't want to go back into our childhood and think that that's where it's coming from. And so when we're kids, like criticism honestly starts there because when we're when we're young, we don't really know a lot, we don't know what's going on, we don't know what's right from wrong, and so sometimes we can hear things like, "Oh, tough enough, don't be sensitive." don't do that with a finger so it's like if I'm trying to experience something right so like let's just say for the analogy of a stove and it's a hot stove we don't know it's hot but we're gonna we're gonna be like "Ah, I'm just gonna put my hand on it anyway and Mm -hmm. it's not to say don't tell your kid not to touch the stove because of course there's a balance in between of like telling them what to do and what not to do however there's still some form of Feeling that they get when you tell them not to do something and you point that finger, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I I can't do that. Oh, or, or I wasn't supposed to do that. Why does this feel so wrong? Why does feels like so bad of me?" And now they guilt themselves for trying to think of this thought, and then they continue on growing, and then having other things that come into the effect of being criticized. Because the thing is that when we come into this world, like we, all we hear is other people's opinions, and sometimes it muffles or silences our own thoughts and opinions on what we want to do so we understand that how it stays with us after a while when we don't be told these things and we don't have a perfect guideline to understand on what we're going to do with it and how can it actually be good for us but we had to first know how it stood with us bars and <laughs> a lot of times when we're when we're around this age so i'm 24 by the way my birthday is in like 15 days <laughs> come on now tyler's 25 but uh, but I just wanna say that even people our age, right? Around this area, like we try to uh, do new things. If we're getting a new job, we're moving out of state, we're becoming healthier. And even if we're getting into a relationship, if it's a new one or an old relationship, we always get critiqued on what we're doing. And oh, you shouldn't do that, or this is what I think or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like the fact that, okay, well, It's good to hear these thoughts from these people. Are these people that you actually value? Is this a person you can take advice from? And so you had to put in question for that. And we get influenced by what people tell us all the time that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to think for ourselves. It's like sometimes it can make us or it can break us, but we have to understand that criticism is a form of options is a form of options that gives us the capacity for us to move forward, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I love how Angel brings that up because uh to summarize that, too much of something is bad for us as a mm. character overall. So too much exposure to criticism, especially in a way where don't do that. You're bad. Stop being a, stop being like this. When you totalize somebody and you're subject you're objectifying them in a way where this is who they are, this is what they mean especially as a kid, we start developing this character, this persona and being exposed to such a feeling like, you know, feeling crappy that we're doing something wrong think about how that child eventually turns into a teenager and how they're going to talk to themselves that inner voice, that inner voice develops to what's exposed around them you know, there's so many things that could explain the the voice that's inside our heads and how we talk to ourselves However, the personality, the character, who like who's this this entity that appreciates who I am? This entity that appreciates the identity. And I think when if there's a lot of yes men around your circle, of course you're not going to grow because you have so many people that are agreeing hey. with you all the time. Yeah. How can you know where to, where to expand that that idea? Expand this uh, this project and. If it wasn't for a lot of times of, let's say, I remember playing video games, right? Always wanted to play video games on easy mode so we could beat it and be like, oh, yes, yes. But was it really a challenge? Was it really something that could make me better as a gamer? And not only with that, imagine when we lose and the game is taunting me and be like, oh, you suck. This and that, that invigorates you. That makes you feel like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to let somebody talk to me like that, especially that computer. No, I'm not going to let an NPC talk to me like that. So if we can prioritize who's in our circle so that way we know that there's not yes men, we know that there's people that are going to challenge us, we know that these are people that we want on our side, in our corner, when we face adversity. Because adversity is so important to our life that how can we accept the next step in our life or want to experience what the higher uh, sense of life is, like getting a mansion, making um, six figures a year, may, uh, being able to travel the world, whatever these things are, how, do you, how, do you, how would one expect to do that if they're still attached to the traits uh, and the tendencies of people around them that beat themselves up, don't have an optimistic view of life, aren't coachable enough to reframe their thinking because life is ever-changing life is so growing that nobody could say like they know life like like the back of their hand they can't say right. that they could say for a certain time for a certain period or era like the 60s and 70s the 2000s 2010s this is what it was like then and now look how much has changed in society and in life now so our influence who we're around that all plays a part and if i didn't have somebody like angel we challenge each other all the time and we try to push each other so if i didn't have somebody like angel in my corner who knows maybe i would have never came to texas maybe i would have never decided to do a podcast with angel because with angel i could have said uh i could have said so many other things but i said no like let's try to get our message out let's try to reach out to the people who are in need and who are Feeling lonely and don't feel like they're being heard or understood. So we came together for that reason. That's because we challenge each other. We had to figure things out. And along the way, despite the frustrations, despite how difficult it may be, because we learned. Now we know for better. Now we know better for next time. And that's why every day, try your best, push yourself harder, because yep. you want to be better than. This is from Naruto. Rock Lee said it. You want to be better than you were than the day before. That simple as that, it's simple. And if you learn, same condition, different results.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think that that's exactly how we have to look at criticism. It's the matter of knowing that when it's coming from someone that we value, it's more of like a tip for what I'm thinking. It's like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think on what I think? Oh, that's what you think? Okay, um, let me think about it real quick and then process it through. Um, and there's a quote that I heard that I want to share. And it goes like this. I will try to remember it. It goes like, someone's, someone's yesterday is yours today. And yours today is to somebody else's tomorrow. So just to say That's that one trickle. more time. Be- yeah, just to say <laughs> that one more trickle. time. Yeah. So someone's yesterday was yours today. Yours today is someone else's tomorrow. And it's just a matter of knowing that when you are working on yourself and you're doing the best that you can, you you know that you're doing whatever you are capable of today and whatever you learn from today is someone else's uh, tomorrow. And it's just a matter of giving an insight or giving a form of criticism because a lot of times when we criticize other people a little bit could be based on our values and beliefs uh and it could also be where well i had this experience i don't want this to happen to you and sometimes Mm -hmm. other people's traumas project off someone else and it doesn't make them grow because them themselves didn't grow from it that's usually just Mm -hmm. what it is and it's okay for someone to have trauma and you know have a process of it, but how long are you gonna stay there? How long are you gonna keep doubting yourself to be this person when you know that you're fully capable of doing it? This is the thing that everybody's fully able to be enough for this world. This is the reason why we're here. Every Everybody has a different fingerprint. Isn't that crazy? Like everybody has a different fingerprint. It, there's billions of people in the world and you still are unique by one fingerprint. So it's really to say that you have to do what you can to work on yourself and keep being the resilient against the grain of the people that just want to stay stagnant. So I like how that when we have this perspective on criticism, we know that it's a way of like a filter system. Right. It's like having water like filtered water. You want to be filtered water, have a a genuine intrusive thought or action. And then we share our thoughts. So now we're going to put it through the filter system. And even if it's clean, it's going to come out clean anyway, right? So now Mm -hmm. that we share our thoughts, we receive that feedback. And then after that, we take in that feedback from the people that we value. Because you always want to consider never litter. And that's a thing Mm -hmm. that I like to say. So if you want to tell yourself uh, a good affirmation is you always want to consider never litter. Because the fact is that when someone gives you advice or they give you some critique, you want to take it in like a form of receipt and be like, okay, let me save it just in case I need to return it because I don't really value that. So we want to look at it like that because if someone gives us something, we don't want to like crumble it up and throw it away. How many times do we get advice and we do the same thing all over again? I've been there too. And a lot of other people have been there. So it's just the fact that, you know, there's going to be a process of hearing other people out, and you might go back to the same old habit, but you need to first spot it, stop it, and then swap it. We be saying this all the time, bro, all this time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when we don't respect other people's uh, advice, it's like they're not going to want to give it again. So it's just like mm-hmm. how often are you going to keep going through this whole cycle recycling these bad habits in order for you to – Just be this person that you actually don't want to be because you don't feel good taking in advice and not taking it from the person that you care about.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, you know, if you ask for help, don't bite the hand that feeds you. If this person is more experienced and you're searching, you're looking for guidance, you're looking for help, how dare you? Yeah, this is where criticism. Now this is where you start beating yourself up because you ask this person for help, you bit the hand that's helping you. And now you feel even worse because you have to reflect on the fact that how dare I do that? How dare I attack this person just for trying to help me? And it's because it's so frustrating that I couldn't solve this. So now I'm letting my frustration out on this person when they had nothing to do with it. They just wanted to clear the dark cloud that was raining above me. And I think because a lot of times for us, we want to be accepted everywhere we go. And because of that idea, like, oh, like I'm a likable person, so why wouldn't anybody accept me? So when there's that crowd, or even that one person, that one person that doesn't like you, they stick out like a sore thumb. They stick out like the tallest tree, the world tree ever created. Like, they stick out like a sore thumb, like I said. And, you know, I love how Angel brings that up. Because when we can reframe our experience, it's more of a lesson. It's not an experience where, oh, this is going to be... The worst experience ever. I'm gonna remember this till the day I die. Like, this won't ever be uh, taken out of my memory. Let's exaggerate, but let's be realistic. Let, I think that's more fitting for our character because when we're, correct me if I'm wrong, but the word catish, uh, catastrophizing or, yeah, yep, cat, yep, all right. Y'all got me. Thank you. You got me. You got me. An exaggeration yes. of life's hardships leading to skewed perception of one's true circumstances so if we're exaggerating the experience are we really being honest to ourselves are we Mm. letting our imagination go off that much because our emotions are that much stronger so now we're letting that take the wheel rather than we hold on to it
0: Mm. you know
1: when things are going crazy and it's like when things are out of control this is when we need to focus this is when we need to do better and be more effective with okay today's not working out right so unfortunate that things didn't go as planned, but this is why you prepare for contingency. And that contingency is what can I do to make the best out of this? That's the only way that you can do it, dwelling on it, ruminating, yes. as we've stated before. And you know, with taking criticism too much, there are plenty of signs that you could be taking it too personally. And it's not a jab at you personally. It's the idea of maybe you're Letting your feelings get bothered by it too much. Maybe you're reading too deep into it, and yeah, we could look into conversations, try to read them between the lines, but that doesn't do us anything when we got to overthink and always try to do it. Cause now yep. we we're gonna question everything. We're gonna question life and be indecisive towards every experience, every bond, and everyday activities. And I'm gonna give you some signs that maybe you or somebody you know okay. could be taking it too All personally. Right. I'm listening. So Mm. people-pleasing, not setting or maintaining boundaries, and ruminating on yourself. You could ruminate about an experience, but when you're ruminating, or however, when you're ruminating on yourself, you're questioning about your entire existence. You're questioning, why did you do this so much that you start beating yourself up? You start naming yourself these bad things. You start talking to yourself as if you should be ridiculed. You should be punished almost treating yourself as the person your caregiver your parent maybe Mm. in your childhood that gave you that that form of mistreatment and now it was just an amplified version of all these life experiences building up until middle school high school you're a teenager adolescency or adolescence and now as an adult how do you cope with things every experience whether it's a conversation cooking like hey I, i cut my finger the other day slightly when i was chopping up some fruit was i mad a little bit but like you know, I don't even say mad was I annoyed a little bit but I wasn't gonna sit here and ruminate like oh I just I guess I can't cut fruit I guess I'm not meant to be in the kitchen I shouldn't be holding a knife in my hand <laughs> how am I gonna be able to grow past that and say I can trust myself in the kitchen people can trust me in the kitchen I can be around someone else if they're passing by and I have a knife in my hand I know how to carry it responsibly and that's why if you are taking it too personal do better By reframing, nothing is a bad experience. It's a learning experience. And when you get out of that ego, this ego that's a shell of itself, this mask, take off that disguise, you can appreciate life and you can change your outlook on life to the point where you can say it was worth it at the end of the day. That's all that matters. What mark do we leave on this earth? Not only for other people, but for ourselves. Where we find contention is where our our happiness is.
0: Bro, you was spitting bars. Well, like, not bars. You was just saying a whole lot of truth right there. And I'm glad that we do this together because I be learning a lot from what you be saying. And then sometimes Mm -hmm. when I say things out, like, verbally, I be like, wow, I actually said that. And that actually makes sense. And Mm -hmm. I hope you guys are really, like, listening right now because I think that it's really important to understand that when we're being criticized, there's so many other things that come into effect that kind of makes us detriment onto ourselves and how we feel wrong for when we're being criticized or when we get the criticism and we don't take it in for the good part of what it is because a lot of times when we ask for it, we don't also like what we hear, so it's like, okay, then don't ask for it and sometimes when people are giving criticism they're just doing it because they just want to have a benefit to giving you some form of advice, like they just want to say something that makes you feel like they are on your side, but sometimes we don't mm. understand that. And like even if it's with good intention, it's about how they deliver it, of course, right? And so when we understand about criticism, we know it, it builds it serves for the right purpose. Criticism does something for us, it makes us stronger. But how does it make us stronger? We all heard the saying when someone makes us angry, it teaches us patience, right? So when someone criticizes us, it teaches us how to build uh on us being assertive. And so we're able to stand up for ourselves We got to understand, okay, how can I be assertive? And being assertive is usually the way that you communicate with yourself and being effective in that way, as we've talked about in a previous episode about effective communication. So one good way that we can talk about how to be assertive is I can see how you think that and I still believe, or let me say it again, I can see how you think that, however, I still believe on what I believe or my perspective. Or you can say, oh, that's an interesting perspective. I would have never thought of that. And it's mm-hmm. still letting them know, like, okay, that's a perspective that I can understand, and I hear you, I, might, I don't agree with it, or it's like, oh, I would have never thought of that. And me saying I would have never thought of that means that I wouldn't really agree with it, or I'm not really saying I'm agreeing or disagreeing. And, well, we can also say oh, sometimes, like, being assertive only goes thus far, especially when you're doing it with someone that is really aggressive. And of course, you can only do so much because when someone's aggressive and I'm talking about top notch, you can't you can't do so much sometimes. Like you can't Mm -hmm. control everything in your world, but you can do what you can do. And so if someone's disrespecting you and you're trying and like because criticism can be a form of disrespect, you can say, I don't appreciate how this conversation is going. Let's take a break. Or you can say, I will not continue this conversation if you're going to continue to disrespect me. Because you're just letting them know like, hey, this I'm feeling uncomfortable and I don't like this, where this is going, we should just stop here or I'm not gonna continue because you keep disrespecting me and then we can elaborate on how, why I feel disrespected. And that's what makes criticism so important because when you're getting that kind of critique, it's just to understand that they are doing it for a way to support you or you're asking them because you want support. And that's what makes it constructive criticism. And it only comes from the right people. If you get criticism from the wrong people, that's where it goes wrong. And so that's why we have to ask from the people that we value or if we're going to ask for relationship advice, we might want to ask a relationship advice from someone that's been in a relationship, that's been in a healthy relationship. Because you can't ask advice from people that never been there. And sometimes we might not be fortunate enough to ask for advice for certain experiences that we're in However, there's other sources that you could do. Sometimes the internet helps. Sometimes listening to a podcast where, uh, helps, like maybe maybe this one. Uh, and I hope there's certain things that we've mentioned here in this episode that probably helps you guys in a way to understand how criticism should be looked at. We're aware of it. Now how can we build from it? And so when we ask the right people, that's how we're going to grow because they're going to respect us. So just understand that criticism is always giving us opportunities to consider um, making the ultimate decision. is never where it's just going to bring us down. It always needs to be constructive because when it's constructive, it's serving for the right purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love how Andrew brings that up, constructive criticism, as we've stated before. It's advice with the right intentions because when not only is it perceived this way, however, when you have those, the right people in your corner, they will know how to actively speak with you because mm-hmm. when we are criticized and we're mindful and aware of that, we know that what we say is going to leave an impact in some shape or form on this person. It may not be their identity, but what they're going to think about because they're already in a state of mind or in a, in a position where they're questioning themselves because of this, cri- this critique. And I think criticism is also okay because I even believe it, you could think of it as uh, competitiveness to an extent, right? And when you think of competitiveness, right, you know, well, let's say we're playing basketball when me and Angel play, and there's people that beat us. Now, how, how would, why would we be closed off if the opposing team is giving us a pitch like, hey, the reason why you guys lost is because you weren't covering your defenses, defenses, right? You weren't. Calling out certain plays as far as to understand like where you guys went wrong. You didn't make those adjust adjustments in the game, and that's the thing about life. A lot of times we can plan as much as we want. Things aren't always going to go the way we, that we wanted to, and if there's something that we don't agree with, it's exactly as Angel said. We ha- we could be respectful about it and be mindful about it. No one can tell you how you feel besides you. So we cannot expect people to understand I mean they could question like oh did that rub you the wrong way because I mean you look a bit uncomfortable no we have to communicate that always trying to play the guessing game is going to con- is going to continue the confusion in this conversation in this experience with other people or person and I want to state this uh this phrase from the website healthline.com um, it was medically reviewed by Timothy Leg. you know because he has another leg and, uh, and more. And he said, reframing your fear as a chance for growth can make it easier to try for what you want and lessen the pain if you fail. Try telling yourself, this may not work out, but if it doesn't, I'll have a meaningful experience and know more than I did. We get so mm-hmm. beat up in school, back to like, there's so many examples and everyday experiences aligned with this exact narrative. When we're in school and we fail, we beat ourselves up. We start criticizing ourselves. Why am I so dumb? We look at everybody else, and everybody else is smiling, like oh I passed. Oh, no, no, no. you know they're they're excited. They passed, and now they can bring it back to their parents. They know that they probably gonna, they're probably gonna be taken out to eat, get a new video game, um, get an allowance. Who knows what that child's experience is like? But when you fail, or when we fail, now I was like, well I'm about to get the bad end of the stick. I'm about to get cold. I'm gonna get a lecture from my parents about like how dare I do this, how how could I have not passed, um, where am I going wrong? You know, they subject this whole point into thinking that you're wrong when it's not being wrong, it's just you're uninformed. And I think when we do study more after that, we become more well informed. That's when we become better people, better individuals and more experienced people.
0: Yeah. Life is an experience, man. And I love that you bring all that up because that it's just a process of things. And I hope you guys really got something from this episode. And I appreciate everyone that has been listening and everyone that's been here for the support. Everyone that's been following us on Instagram. If you haven't followed us on Instagram, please make sure that you follow us on Instagram because we are also actively on there. And also give us a review and what you think about how we've been doing the podcast if it's this episode or our previous episodes just give us a review on like what is your critique and Mm -hmm. what is things that you want us to improve on and we we love to hear an open discussion about it because at the end of the day we are here because we want to bring some light into mental health and being aware of it how can we build from it and it's always good to hear from the audience so always understand one thing though we could talk about other people and how their criticism affects us. But at the end of the day, we are our worst critic at the end mm. of the day. So mm. I love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Remember that at the rally cry dot podcast is where our Instagram is. And you can follow us on any podcast platform to whatever is your favorite. Until next time, you guys be easy.
1: And y'all be breezy.
0: Peace.